I'm your host, Jacob Camilleri. Today's episode will be a partner spotlight. We have the opportunity to talk with our official wine partner, Radiant Napa. Joining us today will be Brandon Cheney. Hello, Brandon. Hi, Jacob. How are you doing? Great to be here. I'm doing pretty good, man. Good to see you again. Awesome. So, you know, before we dive into our partnership with Radiant Napa, uh, tell us a little bit about your your background, Brandon, and, uh, you know, yourself and your role with the parent winery, Fairwinds. Absolutely. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. My name is Brandon Cheney. I'm the proprietor and CEO of Fairwinds Estate Winery, which is located up in beautiful Napa Valley. Uh, we're in the Northern Route, which uh, on the Silverado Trail. Um, I'm originally from Indiana. Uh, my dad uh, was a professor at Purdue University, so I grew up on a college campus. I uh, saw all those fraternity and sorority houses as a kid. Um, uh, even collected beer cans as a kid with my wagon uh, going up and down the, the fraternity row uh, back in the 70s. Um, but I went to Indiana University, so I was a little bit of the black sheep of the family, and uh, I did join a fraternity. I joined Sigma Chi uh, at Indiana University and graduated in 1993. Um, uh, from there, I, uh, I did a short, uh, I was part of the financial management program at General Electric at uh, G Nuclear Energy in Lowington, North Carolina. And then I found myself out in uh, San Francisco after a transfer with GE, um, uh, right before the dot-com period. Uh, so I, 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 um, I ended up quitting GE and starting a, a public utility company, actually, at a young age. Uh, they had deregulated uh uh, the telecom industry. So I started a public utility and, and grew that company for uh, a period of years, uh, actually 20 years. And after uh, I got to a point, I had an opportunity to sell that business and uh, got into the wine business um, uh, in, in Buffalo Winery up in Napa in 2015. So I know we, we talked a little bit earlier. Can you kind of tell us how, you know, you came to kind of uh, fall in love with wine and uh, kind of how that came about? Absolutely. So, you know, growing up in a, in a family of academics, uh, you know, both my parents were professors at Purdue. Um, you know, one of the benefits of being a professor is you get it every seven years, you get to take a sabbatical leave. It's a, a time to rejuvenate and, and explore, uh, you know, personal things uh, uh, that you could bring back to to your the academic environment. So my dad chose to go to uh, Aberystwyth, Wales uh, in 1978 So, as an eight-year-old. Um, I was living in Europe, going to school, and my parents were a little bit hippie-ish, if you will. They, I remember they bought a, a, 19, uh, a brand new uh, VW bus, and they decided uh, for a period of three or four months, we would travel around Europe living in the VW bus in the 70s. I even remember a time when we picked up some hitchhikers in Ireland you know, I know you wouldn't do that today, but it was, I remember, I just remember all sorts of crazy experiences, but, you know, a few of the things that we did is we'd go around and we'd visit wineries. Uh, my parents were interested in wine and, and, you know, at a young age, uh, I started, you know, seeing that, that, uh, the Vintners and, 
and viticulture and, and all the vineyards, and I'm very interested in it. And one of the nice things about uh, Europe, I think, is you know wine is, is woven into the culture and it's shared around meals. And even at a young age, you know, they pour a little glass of wine for the, the kids at the table to, to, to uh, pair with their meal. So I was exposed to wine at a very young age, and I just thought it was very, you know, fantastic. You know, the different uh, vintages and years and the history and, 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 the, and the, the artistic expression that wine brings and hearing people talk about wine really kind of, you know, sparked my interest at a very young age. I even, you know, I was so interested in it. I asked my parents if I could start collecting wine as an eight-year-old. And that the idea was I could, I could, you know, open these bottles when I was of age to drink back in the United States when we moved back. And I did that. I had about eight bottles in my collection. And uh, by the time I opened them, they were terrible. I didn't store them properly. Um, but it was, it's been, it really sparked my interest in wine. And, you know, from a young age, I w- would study it and, and, of course, enjoyed wine growing you know, as I grew up in my 20s and 30s and 40s. And so having the opportunity to eventually buy a winery in Napa Valley um, and make beautiful Napa Valley wines is really a dream come true. Yeah, it's definitely a fascinating story. So, you know, a handful of our members are familiar uh, with Radiant Napa, but they may not be f- uh, familiar or understand our partnership with Fairwinds uh, for Radiant Napa Valley. So can you kind of walk us through our partnership and how that came to be? And kind of how you see that expanding throughout the fraternity and sorority industry? Absolutely. So, you know, um, you know, in the telecom industry, when I started my public utility, we were looking for ways to innovate and disrupt, do things differently. We were one of the first companies to introduce uh, voice over the internet. You know, it was a crazy term back in, in the uh, in the nineteen ninety seven. Um, so, when, when I sold that company and, and, and looked at mine winery, I think people get in the wine business uh, for a variety of reasons. One is for a love of wine, of course. Um, and that might have been stemmed because their grandfather established a winery in Napa. Uh, or a lot of times it's a vanity project. You know, someone makes money and they want to buy a winery and just have a lifestyle uh, of making wine. In my case, I was really interested in exploring ways to do things different in the wine business and, and particularly in the premium space of making five wines and um one of the things i noticed is that that uh you know most napa valley wineries sell their wines uh through uh the kind of a traditional three-tiered system where they they make it they make a label they sell it to a distributor and the distributor sells it to uh, a bottle shop and then we go ahead and we buy it whether it's a grocery store or a high-end wine wine shop the challenge with that is um all those hands in the cookie jar um uh, take a lot of the margin um, that that uh, um, make it difficult for smaller wineries to survive, and then that forces those smaller wineries to to become bigger and make less quality product, um, and and really you know uh, I'd say blend down the the quality of the wine or look for ways to cut corners. So I was thinking of you know I'd love to build a direct to consumer model where we could share our wines directly with consumers. Um, and maintain that quality and that artisan side that, that I was exposed to at a, as a young, young lad in, in Europe. And so one of the things that attracted me to Fairwinds Estate Winery is that it was the fourth winery stopped, established in Napa after Prohibition. And so there were only around 12 wineries in Napa at the time. Today we have over 550 physical wineries in Napa. 
And because of that, Napa has put a lot of restrictions on the amount of visitors and 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 because they're trying to cut down traffic, they don't allow events at, at the wineries. They don't allow food to be paired with wineries uh, just to keep the traffic down. And I think also hotels and restaurants were lobbying to have that to have that opportunity to uh, provide that experience to visitors to Napa. Um, but over four million visitors come, so. Because we're grandfathered in with a lot of these hospitality entitlements, we can have more visitors, more events on this property. That's what attracted me to, to the property. And having the opportunity to purchase it in 2015, we we're looking for ways to share these beautiful wines, maintain the quality, um, and uh, by have people come to the winery and establish that direct connection. Well, when COVID came around, we weren't able to have visitors to the winery. And so I was looking for ways to to connect with folks online to sell Fairwoods Estate uh, labels, uh, the, the beautiful wine we make. So the you know, one community I'm involved in, obviously, is I graduated from Indiana University. So I started going up on the Facebook pages and telling folks, hey, we uh, we make wine. I went to the winery's owned by a Indiana grad. Um, and we started, you know, and yet the people started buying the wine because of that connection. Um, I also... As I mentioned before, uh, uh, in the Sigma Chi from Indiana, and so I also went on the Sigma Chi web pages as well and uh, social media accounts and started telling telling the, the brotherhood that I own a winery and and you know so we started selling more wine to Indiana alumni and Sigma Chi's throughout the United States than we did by people coming to the winery. So the idea came up uh, in 2020 that what if we made a wine brand that celebrated the history of Sigma Chi, but in a subtle and sophisticated way, uh, almost like a secret handshake, uh, but also give back to that organization. You know, as I reflect on my college experience um, with my fraternity brothers, uh, those are some of my closest friends. Uh, those are folks that, um, that, that uh, I call in my times and needs that we get together. Um, and I also recognize that, um, I also had disconnected from Sigma Chi a little bit as far as being as involved as I could have been. So, you know, the thought was, is what if we could create a wine brand for the fraternity that would celebrate the history, but also give back to that organization that's near and dear to my heart. So we launched the first Greek wine brand ever, uh, and we just chose Sigma Chi because of my connection to it. And it, it was very successful. And that led to uh, John Forrest, who's, who's the CEO and president of Sigma Pi, to reach out to me. Um, and he came out to visit. We had a great time, uh, him and his wife. And we shared wine, drank at the wine cave. And we hatched the idea of doing, uh, creating a wine brand for Sigma Pi. And, and, and structuring that wine brand so that 20% of every dollar that was um, uh spent within the Brotherhood would go back to fun, you know, important projects. Um, and one of the things that he had brought up at the time was uh, the bonds of Brotherhood uh, around mental health. And so uh, Radiant Napa Valley was hatched. Um, and, you know, I would like to thank all the, the Sigma Pi brothers that have joined the wine club. Because um, uh, every time you buy a bottle and share that with your Brotherhood, uh, it is giving back to the organization. Um, um, I'm a big believer in Greek life. I know there's been a lot of challenges uh, to to the Greek system, uh, but I don't think they really understand, um, you know, what it's all about. 
it's more than just about partying in college. It's it's a brotherhood. It's a connection. It's a network. Uh, there's great ideals. Uh, it builds character. So um, we had the opportunity to launch about 30 brands within uh, the Greek world, um, celebrating uh, the great history of all these organizations. And the more I learn about Sigma Pi, uh, I'm just fascinated about its history, its founders, and and everything about it. Uh, so it's been a real pleasure. Yeah, you know, Brandon, I think that's, you know, honestly, the the best part about this partnership is, you know, not only do our alumni get a, a great a wine subscription, but as you mentioned, uh, 20% of everything goes back to the Sigma Pi Foundations uh, to help us with our uh, mental health initiatives, our educational programs. Um, all those things are, are very, very vital to our organization. So um, that's personally, for me personally, at least, you know, that's kind of the, the best thing out of this partnership is, you know, we're able to give money back to our organization uh, and continue to help our educational efforts. Now, that's absolutely right. And it, it is, I mean, think about it. Uh, we all love fantastic wine. And if we can, if we can, uh, if we can share a bottle with those close friends of ours and also get back to an organization that's near and dear to our heart, uh, I mean, what a great win win. Absolutely. So, what would you say is your favorite product or collection that you've done with Sigma Pi so far? Well, you know that's it. That's kind of difficult because you know, uh, you know, one of the things I I have uh, I love the creative side. So I've had opportunity to have a hand in the design of all the labels for Radiant Napa Valley, um, and you know I love the Founder Series. Um, you know, the collection that we have is we have three whites and three reds in the collection, um, and you know one's a Founder Series. So on the red side we have a Bordeaux blend, we have a Cabernet Sauvignon. And we have a Pinot Noir. Uh, these are all Napa Valley or Russian River in the, in the case of, of Pinot Noir. Um, and then on the white side, we have a beautiful Napa Valley and Russian River Chardonnay. Uh, we have a, um, uh, a Cuvée Blanc, which is a white wine blend, as well as a beautiful sparkling wine made in the Method Champion Law. So this is made in the traditional Champion Method. I think my favorite bottle, to answer your question, would be the badge or the Golden Cross. Uh, I just think it's a beautiful label. Uh, I love uh, Signify's badge. Uh, I love what it stands for. Uh, it's just a, a beautiful bottle. And fantastic wine. Uh, you know, this particular bottle is a Blanc de Noir. That means that it's made from, so that's white of black. That's made from the Pinot Noir grape. Um, and it's just, it, it has just, not only is the wine fantastic, uh, the imagery and the bottle is beautiful. Uh, we also make a Brut, which is a uh, 50% Chardonnay and 50% Pinot Noir, as well as a Blanc de Blots, white of white, which is 100% Chardonnay. And in the case of, of uh, Golden Cross, it is a, it's a Blanc de Noir. It is just a beautiful bottle of wine. And what a great gift uh, around graduations or uh, for weddings, uh, for celebrations, uh, when brothers are together. Um, I'd like to wish everyone a, a very happy Valentine's Day. Uh, I know a, few, uh, a lot of brothers have taken advantage of some of the really neat gifts that we uh, created uh, on the RadiantNapa.com store. Um, and, and very excited to hear about the SNCC and others receiving those great gifts. Uh, one of the things you'll see this year is some, not only can we join the club, um, which is a either a three-bottle or a six-bottle uh, club where it, you know, the wines are received in a beautiful handmade wine crate. 
but we also have some beautiful experiential guests as well. So if you can't, you know, if it's not in your budget uh, to to join the club, we, we do have opportunities to to buy bottles and buy gifts for for uh, brothers or uh, you know folks that are close to Sigma Pi. Absolutely, yeah, definitely, a, definitely a good gift idea for someone out there. So you know, we've been through about three cycles of shipments to date. Uh, what can members look forward to with the spring collection, and what else is in store for the future of Radiant Napa? Well, there's there's a lot of great things, and and this is the fun part of of, of what I do is coming up with new ideas to be able to share. So of course, we're going to be coming out with new labels this year, um, and we do have kind of a uh, a, a breadth of, of products and I know uh, of labels, and I know a lot of brothers haven't had a chance to experience them. We're definitely going to be doing some things in the future around library releases, uh, you know, bringing back some of those past vintages for folks to revisit or to be uh, introduced to for the first time. Uh, if you have received a club shipment, you've noticed that we've always included a little special gift in there. Uh, what in, in the past, it's been a, uh, a wood handle what Radiant Napa Valley wine key, uh, which, you know, about $25. Uh, we're looking to do something different uh, in the spring shipment this year, which I think will be fantastic. Uh, some ideas around uh, some white char- signify white charms or some other ideas. Uh, we're also looking in the future to uh, redesign the, the wine crate as well. Uh, that won't happen for the spring, but something's going to happen in the future. Uh, so uh, we'll have some uh, new crate design coming in the future, um, as well as some really neat events, you know, one of the things that you know, many people might not know, but in 2020, not only did we have COVID happen, but a lot of fires, you might have seen in the news, all the fires that occurred in Napa Valley. And unfortunately, or fortunately, um, the fire went over the hill and burned down uh, a couple of our main buildings on the winery. So we're in the process of rebuilding those. And so we're going to be doing a lot of great events at the winery. Uh, we do have a beautiful white cave. We have a, a white cave that's one of the largest in Napa. And what's unique about it is we can do events in that cave. And, and I know, uh, maybe Jake, we can talk about there's something coming up in, in uh, April, but we're going to be doing some great events. Ken McGraw is a partner in the winery as well. So I would encourage everyone to join this club because it's going to be some really interesting uh, experiential opportunities for club members uh, to come to the winery. Tim's going to play there once a year, which is going to be fantastic when we reopen. Uh, main facility. Uh, so a lot of great things coming down the pike and, and look forward to sharing that with the brotherhood. Absolutely. And yeah, as you mentioned, you know, we are looking to go out to uh, Radiant Napa in April, April 15th to be uh, exact, and uh, put on an event in the wine cave. Um, so, you know, whether you're a club member or a non-club member, uh, you will have the, the opportunity to come out there and uh, see the see the winery firsthand and uh, experience uh, everything that Radiant Napa uh, has to offer. So, uh, for more information on that, go ahead and visit our website, sigmapi.org forward slash events, and go ahead and get signed up. And Brandon, uh, that's it for today, man. So we greatly appreciate you uh, hopping on here and answering our questions, man. It's been it's been a pleasure. Oh, uh, it's it's really my pleasure, and, and it's really an honor to make these wines for the Sigma Pi Brotherhood. And I look to the future, and uh, really helping the Brotherhood. And uh, you know, Sigma Pies are definitely near and dear to my heart after spending time with you all and and attending your convocation in San Antonio uh, with open arms. I just really just my pleasure. Awesome, man. Well, we're looking forward to seeing you in April and uh, enjoying some wine.
Take care. We can't wait to see what's coming in the near future. Brothers, head over to RatingNapa.com to start your subscription today. Well, that is a wrap. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Owl Talk podcast. And thank you, Brandon, and everyone at Rating Napa. We are very proud of this partnership here at Sigma Pi. For everyone listening, make sure you hit subscribe and please leave a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform. And as always, I believe. Thank you.